Good day, fellow investors. Welcome to the Modern Value Investing Podcast with Sven Karlin, where we compound investment returns as well as investment knowledge in order to help you achieve your financial goals. Good day, fellow investors. I received an email from Mario. So I'm in the research platform and I received a lot of emails about this company, Malibu Boats. I really wanted to discuss as many of my research platform members have asked that. And he is not the first one to ask about that. So I spent my weekend analyzing this boat. Now, before we start, just one note. I have only one email. So if you get connected from other than these emails, I will never send you an email directly selling anything. I am not this one. So every comment, there are scammers. I don't do that. I don't have a WhatsApp. I have nothing. Also, if you search my name on Instagram, there is one, two, three, four, five of me. So I don't post anymore there, nothing. The only thing I do is in the links below the description of this video. This is the email to contact me. And that's it. Invest with Sven at gmail.com. Nothing else if you have any questions. And what I sell is my book and my research platform where I share what I do. Let's go now to Mario and his question here. And this will also be an example of how I research a new business because I never looked at Malibu boats. Which is something that I know many of you often ask, Sven, what's the process of researching a new stock, a new business for you? So I hope you really enjoy this. If you do, please smash that like button for more stock analysis and also to support the channel because it really matters. So first thing is, okay, let's look at the stock price because if you look at the long-term stock price chart, it tells you a story about the business. I'm looking at Malibu boats, went public in 2014 and the stock did okay, 216% over 10-ish years, nothing spectacular, but nothing bad. And this trend says, okay, there is something positive, but this jump tells me, okay, consumer discretionary, luxury, people had a lot of money to spend on boats here and now the pandemic benefit is winding down, which is something very interesting. And when you look at the P ratio of six, many, many ask themselves, okay, is this a great buy, crazy P ratio compared to the P ratio of, I don't know, 22 for the market? This must be a screaming buy. And if it goes back to higher levels where it was just a year ago, two years ago, you can make a lot of money. Let's continue with the analysis. The number of shares outstanding, I always check that in the last financial report. So they did some buybacks over the year. Okay, so they were flushed with cash. And then I know how to calculate things per share. This is a normal process in the research report. Then I look at the business. Okay, what do they do and how does it fit, let's say, the long-term investment environment, on what does the business depend for success? Malibu boats, they make these power boats, dream days on the water. So I'm not a water skiing guy, I'm more of a fishing guy, but they do that too, as I have seen. They have these brands that they have 
acquired over the last 10-ish years, and that was their growth story. So they have acquired Cobalt Boats, they have added this to their portfolio of power boats, so a little more bigger boats. They have paid Cobalt 130 million. So their strategy is to acquire these smaller boat producers. Then they have finally went fishing. That's the important thing. Pursuit boats, 100 million they have paid. Then they have acquired Maverick boat in 2021. And that leads to a diverse product offering with Pathfinder, some fishing, some this, some that. And also with other boat models, they have, let's say, enlarged their uh, offering. And when you have an offering with the average sale price of 80K, it is a pretty, pretty interesting business. They purchase things and the story there is to integrate into their distribution channel, their production, their building to get some benefits there. So acquiring businesses, growing on that, and they have really benefited from the boom in people buying boats as they had a lot of money, especially from their low interest loans and stimulus money. So it was a great time for Malibu boats. And they say they are positioned for long-term sustainable success, increased profitability, and they work on integrating those smaller brands through innovation, distribution, vertical innovation, and strategic acquisition of premium companies. So Malibu Boats is a premium because if you're going to spend 80K on a boat, that's already premium range. And that's the target of the customer. And we'll later discuss in the, sorry, here, market, how does that fit the market and what factors are key to watch there? Now, let's discuss the finances a little bit to see how does this Malibu boats hold water or not. Earnings per share have really boomed lately. Also, net sales after the acquisitions and everything really, really done greatly. This is the, I think, quarter ending and this is the six months ending so nothing wrong there. And they make 10% net income on their revenues, a little bit more, 12%. So really, really good numbers there. Good profitability. If I look at the balance sheet, okay, they made some acquisitions. So they have about 334 million of intangible assets, but the liabilities are not that crazy long-term debt, they have been paying it down extremely fast. So that is something positive there. The rest, it looks like a normal balance sheet, except for this little tiny, tiny note here that most people would skip. But when it says something like this on the balance sheet, it is, oh, we told you because it was there on the balance sheet. Then you go and look for it and you have some legal proceedings that if you like legal things, you might want to read. And then you say, oh, Sven, but what is this potential maximum liability of 140,000? That's not plus interest rates, that's not such important. But 
you see this comma here and you have to be very careful because if you go higher in the annual report you see it is everything on the notes is in thousands so this is 140 million potential maximum liability plus interest so that's potential 200 million that might come um, for the company to be paid and the company did not carry a reserve for loss because it is still a contingency they still hope they will not lose it but you never know so this is 200 million is weighing on the company which again changes the risk and reward nevertheless equity is there of that is 300 million in intangible so hoping on future earnings but for the rest it looks normal for a balance sheet good accumulated earnings that i have reinvested and everything in the acquisition of other companies pay down that over time so nothing wrong there if they get 200 million dollar hit i think they could survive it but depending also on the situation on the market when i research a company i always follow the cash follow the cash follow the cash what does the cash tell you and they paid down some debt about 50 million okay that's great so that tells you also where does the money go net income some buybacks as we have seen repurchase 7 million not crazy not stellar but still not bad also and they've done the repayments no dividends i think some cash for stock something like that but not, nothing crazy and they make their own money acquire things invest 22 million so if I look at the cash flows, they have invested more in, in inventories as there were higher sales, growing sales. If I look at this in a great year, they made about 100 million in cash flow or uh, net income. Oh, sorry, this is six months. So 100 million they will make with the repayments, so 150 over the year the next step when i research is to look at the numbers from a longer time perspective and for that i use uh, seeking alpha or ticker and you have discounts on seeking alpha in the link in the description below if you want to check it out or buy through the channel to support the channel thank you for that so i go to seeking alpha i check the financials you here have 10 years of financials and then you see okay what happened to revenues really through the acquisitions and growth they have what is this 7x revenues the gross profits are there maybe it's better to go to ticker to see more the numbers in detail here seeking alpha will then be for something else that i also do when i read something let me just show you the numbers on ticker so i am here Malibu boats and we go to the financials and here you have really nice 10 years of financial this is what I wanted to show gross margins pretty stable 25 26 percent operating margins really good now as there was a boom in demand but those go lower when there is a lower boom also I don't know net income margin goes from negative to 6 7 to 12 13 so in good times we are at low teens 
margins in bad times we are at mid single digits net margins you have to always keep that in mind and what do i do on seeking alpha why do i go there because you have this analysis there are few dozen analysis and for this video i uh, went through everyone i clicked on everyone read it and checked the key factors why do i do this not because it is everyone <laughs> considers it a buy and then the stock goes uh, down so buy sells i don't even look at that what i look at is information i want to know the thread line how the business developed and by reading all these articles, I get the thread line. I see if there are legal issues. I get to the key factors. And when you read 20 articles, you understand a business pretty well. This is how I use mostly Seeking Alpha. If there is an interesting business, then I go to read the data there to find key factors that I might be missing. If I just want the numbers, then I use because there is a great overview. I get all the information and then I have a clear view also on the market, which is a key component to look at when it comes to analyzing businesses. And this is the most important chart that I have found. Performance, both sports, retail sales, whatever, peaked in 2006, then bottomed again in 2010. And this is minus, what is this, 50%, 70, 60, 70%. That is the destruction that happens in a recession. 87, stock market up, easy financing, everyone is buying a boat, <laughs> 1970s, 60s, all right. And then it goes down in a recession, didn't really get into the trend, but really crashed. And now it is up. And that also explains the volatility in these businesses and also the low valuation. You also look at competitors, what are they doing, Mastercraft boat holdings, marine products. There is a dividend there, but you can see here pretty flat and this makes it a cyclical investments. If you buy here and sell here, you can make some good money by following these businesses. Brunswick Corporation, the bigger player there, a small dividend, but also a low PE ratio. Why such a low PE ratio? Because 2022 was great and the market expects that sales will go down, especially as interest rates go up. And I will later show you an even more important chart, even if I just said that this is the most important there is one even more important. Mercury, I always had a Yamaha, so we'll see if it is something good, but I just bought myself this one, a nice HDS uh, live, it will be mounted. So I am here a customer, I have to say. It will be set this weekend, hopefully, so uh, I'll let you know about the picture and how it works. And my friend, he would give his behind for this, even if it breaks my back every time I ride in one, but okay. The Gustibus non disputo. But if I look at the numbers again, this is from Broomswick. Let's go to the operating margins. Okay, they go down in a crisis and then they go up in great times, but also net income margins. This is 
significant difference when it comes to really great times and bad times. This is from Malibu Boats. So 50% decline is expectable in net profit margins. As it is a cyclical, it depends on how much you will spend on a boat. When there is a slowdown, economic slowdown, less bonuses, uh, less incentive to borrow, then uh, the last thing on your mind, even if it should be the first, because the boat is your freedom, going fishing is success in life, you don't buy boats. And then this happens and this hits the company pretty hard. And that's why you always see that P ratio of six, eight, nine for these companies. So it is simply that it's not easy to put 80K out for a boat. And especially this is something very important. The last results coming in were still with interest rates on consumer loans very, very low, the lowest in history. Now we are already 6.57, which means that boats are much more expensive, especially if you buy them on a loan. So this is consumer discretionary on the luxury side. It can crash 50%. Therefore, I can't make a valuation because I don't know whether sales will continue to be top in the next five years or they will be destroyed or somewhere in the middle. That's a cycle. No point in making an evaluation of something that we cannot know. What happens to margin and revenues if shit hits the fan? Well, you have a big decline in operating margins. So if the company that made, I don't know, 170 million, they will make 50 if things go down the road. So Something similar we discussed with Tor Industries, and therefore you can see this huge cyclicality there. Wrote an article, when was this? 2019, I think. I said it should be much cheaper for a margin of safety, but that are the ups and downs there. If they make now 100 million in cash flow, P ratio is 10. If things turn south, they'll still hopefully make 20 to 50 million. Keep in mind that 200 million lawsuit that might hit them if it hits when they make 100 million it they will survive if it hits in a year well when they make 20 it will be very very ugly so that's also the investing risk and reward there and uh, i can see this going from 1 billion to half a billion if things turn out that's the risk and reward in a positive scenario it can double maybe dividends but that means that the buying boats trend, we have a lot of money, free interest, free loans will continue. So not a boat for me, more of a dinghy or something like that, not these power boats, but okay. You have to see whether you want to follow this over time and then nail the next upward trend. The next time interest rates go lower, the next time people get big bonuses, there are these cycles in the economy and everything. And uh, that was something Peter Lynch used to do. He would love a company like this. Not now, but when it looks ugly, when they make the 20 million per year, when they have to pay the 200 million in the lawsuit, when it looks really ugly, around 300, 500 million, but the next quarter looks good. They will make some money. Then you buy, you double your money in a year, and that's how you invest in 
Malibu boats. And then you might also sell the stock. You have to sell it when it's looking good and buy yourself a boat. Enjoy life. Thanks for listening. If you have any comments, please let me know. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a five-star review as it means a lot to me. Thank you. And I'll be speaking to you in the next episode.